In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Folks, this one is for you today. Welcome to So Bad It's Good Weekend Edition. We are doing a special episode. Uh, this will be up on YouTube as well, and I'll probably release it in podcast form. Now, I threatened to do this at, uh, I did a Real Housewives of New York recap on uh, Friday, and I hope you watch that or listen to it. The new season, I'm really excited about, and I hope you are too. Uh, and I talked about there are so many Vanderpump Rules stories out there that I said, you know what, if I get a bug up my butt, I don't mean literally a bug up my butt, but if I get the urge, and I felt like I had the urge, there were so many Vanderpump stories out there that I was like, you know what, I should just do a Vanderpump Rules pop culture roundup because so much has happened in this past week with these Vanderpumpers. Uh, Maritza, who I work with, she had said, look at all these news stories. So listen, it is 115 degrees in Gilbert, Arizona, where I'm staying with my family right now. It's 2.34 p.m. And instead of going out there in the sun, because it is exhaust, it just, I just see the light coming in. It's just exhausting to even look at it. I just... I long for rain and misery and just cold again, but I'm in here with you guys talking about what's important. And that's right. It's reality television and Vanderpump rules. If you like this show, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, make sure you hit that like button. The kids say, smash that like button, uh, smash it if you want. Uh, and if you're listening to this on podcast, remember to give me a five-star review on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Okay. That crap's out of the way. Now let's get into this. How are you? Are you guys good? It's hot out there. I hope everybody's enjoying Barbenheimer, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um, I saw Barbie last night. I didn't have the time to see both. 
I'm hoping to see Oppenheimer tomorrow and we'll get a full review of my thoughts on Barbie on Monday because I, I got some thoughts. I got some thoughts, but this is just about Vanderpump Rules. Uh, but there's a lot of other stuff going on. So tune in on Monday for the Pop Culture Roundup. We'll go over all of that. But today, Vanderpump Rules Pop Culture Roundup. And it, with anything with Vanderpump Rules this season, you got to start off with a... Did you know sometimes I've always in the jacuzzi with your cattle? I can't believe that. Ken! Listen, I saw Barbie last night, and the only Ken in my heart is Ken Todd, Lisa's long-standing, not long-suffering, long-standing husband who gave us one of the most brilliant lines of this season, just stumbling into Lisa's kitchen, giving, I truly believe, I truly hope and believe, I, I believe they're going to win the Emmys this year. No joke, but I truly, truly just want Ken Todd to take that stage, put that Emmy in his, just his death grip. He's like, oh, knock your sparkling out. And then just, I just want, just, I don't want any producers. I don't want Lisa. I just want Ken there. And I just want him to just step up to that Emmy microphone and go, as you know, sometimes always in jacuzzi with her cat, I can't believe that. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you guys, there is just so much happening. And should we start with Graham? Should we start with the uh, Raquel's long-suffering dog, Graham, who has now found his way back to DJ Games Kennedy? Yeah, they're in Tahoe. They were in Tahoe for filming for Vanderpump Rules. And listen, this might be, I don't know, spoiler heavy, but you've seen all the spoilers out there. It's so hard to uh, ignore them because we just plaster those images and scenes and all of that stuff. So if you can't beat them, I guess join them. I'm not going to ever reveal anything that's not out there revealed already. Ready. But anything that I say, if you're not on Instagram, Twitter, all of these social medias, I don't want to ruin anything for you. But there has been uh, now photographic proof. Uh, DJ James Kennedy has confirmed that Graham, Raquel and DJ James Kennedy's dog that then went to Raquel uh, has now been returned to DJ James Kennedy. But there's a great mystery around Graham's return. Now, I started getting... Um, I started getting uh, people sending these photos of what looked like a doodle dog with them on their Tahoe trip. And uh, I was told it wasn't Graham, you know, not from one of the cast members, but I was, that's not Graham. And it did look like a very, like a very, very tight haircut on this doodle dog. So I was like, that didn't look like the size of Graham, um, which is how, by the way, how sad is it? A grown man. I'm just sitting there looking at dog photos. You actually dog photos are great to look at, but I'm looking at dog photos, trying to uncover some mystery. Um, and also then I was told it was Nick Elaine's dog. Nick Elaine. Oh, Nick Elaine. I love Nick Elaine. We've created a look. It's all of our restaurants, you know, pump is closed down, but Nick Elaine and me, we did some, some, we did sir. Now what they're in Tahoe for you guys is that Lee Lisa, the restaurateur is hoping a whole new restaurant. I think it's called Wolf Lounge um, at a casino in Tahoe. And I mean, this, this Lisa, she has used all of this to great effect. I'm sure these deals were in the works already, but she's got three restaurants in Vegas now, which we'll talk about BravoCon 2023 as well. She's got three restaurants over there, and now she's opening one in Tahoe. And when I see them all going to Tahoe for the opening of this restaurant, 
I'm uh, not mad in the way that a lot of you guys seem to be mad about posting photos with Sandoval and stuff. I get mad because I'm like, I don't need Lisa Vanderpump scenes. Like, I like her in the background. I like Ken stumbling in, but I don't want Lisa. Well, we opened uh, Wolf Lounge in Tahoe and just the work that I have put into it. Like, I don't need to see her restaurant touring. In fact, just make a whole nother show about Lisa Vanderpump restaurant tour and we'll just follow that stuff. So hopefully it's just, I, you know, like I just hope we get drama with all of these people having to hang out with each other and not just, you know, it's great at my wolf lounge. We have sparkling water. We have Lisa Vanderpump's sparkling water. It's just incredible. It's like my rosé. Um, so that was my first thought. Uh, but okay, let's dig into this Graham stuff. Wait, really quick, Scatterbrain, BravoCon 2023. If you tried to get tickets yesterday, you will notice that they sold out within 30 seconds. Now they did a pre-sale on Thursday. If you're a Bravo insider, you can sign up for their like newsletter that they send out on the website. And they gave like a pre-sale code on Thursday to those people. And then on Friday, the tickets went on sale and were immediately sold out. You have scalpers, you know, StubHub, all of these people selling it for like ungodly amounts. And I know that might bum a lot of people out that were already planning on going or didn't plan on going, but like potentially wanted to go. Don't be discouraged. This happened similarly to last year's BravoCon as well. I believe more tickets will be released. In fact, this Friday, single day tickets will be released. You can buy a ticket for one of the days, not all three. And also just know there will be a lot of opportunities as things uh, progress for BravoCon. I think a lot more tickets will be out there available uh, at a cheaper price as well. So don't give up. So bad it's good. We'll be out there. I'm very excited. I've talked about it ex ex so much in terms of how much I enjoyed it and got out of it. And I hope you guys will be there uh, to join us and join all of us. It's not, you know, it's like, we're all there and it's really exciting. Now I always try to steer clear of like, like we're a big family because we're one of the meanest, nastiest families out there. But in a sense we are. And it's so exciting to see all the content creators, all the fans. Like I'm a fan, you know, like I'm right there with everybody. I was just like, I, I would have the time just, watching general admission, these like panels, just loving it. I, mean, I watched a lot of it by myself uh, on Sunday. I had a great time and I know you guys will have a great time too. I know that's me selfish saying, find a way to go, but find a way to go. I think this is going to be a blast. Um, so don't give up hope. Uh, I think everybody that wants to go will be able to go. It is expensive. That is true. But you know, when you are fans of something, they find some way to make money off of you. So that is just sometimes the, uh, the burden of being a fan. So, okay. Vanderpump rules season 11, we are in full swing and I feel the intensity of the scandal season, season 10 that we are coming out of a lot of us still have the same intensity that we started with. We are just, I mean, we're just ready to tear shit up. I'm like, oh my, you know, Sandoval Sienna next to Sheena in that photo. Are you kidding me? What the, but you know, I'm like tearing my shirt off and all of this stuff. Um, but I, it's one of those things like how much can we keep up this intensity? And also, are we affecting the overall stories of the show? There's a lot of interesting discussion to be had just in terms of natural friendships, reality show friendships. And what I had always told you guys, if you had followed my recaps, what I was projecting or predicting for season 11 and what I thought would be interesting. And I think we are starting to see some of that come out uh, to play 
is that if you look at this pullback from a meta level, a meta angle, is that there is so many eyes and ears on everything Vanderpump right now. Like I said, we have pretty much put out there everything that's happened in season 11 so far. And sometimes that's detrimental. But what I predicted is that I think some of these cast members are going to start turning against each other. And I don't mean Tom Sandoval, but I mean each other in the sense of brand deals. Who's getting the most attention? Are, are we, you know, is has Ariana gotten too much attention? Why am I not getting that attention? I don't mean me. I'm doing a character. I'm doing a Vanderpump Rules cast member voice. But I think that stuff is going to come back to, to haunt this cast, you know, if they don't have a strong front. And listen, if you were a fan of reality television, you potentially don't want them to have a strong front, right? You look at it in terms of your own real life, and then you have to like kind of put that away and look at it in terms of reality television. And what do we love about reality television? I know some people say it's the fashion. I never have to worry about that. That's not it for me. But for me, it is the, I don't want to say fights, but it is the constant interruption of friendships due to bad behavior. It is the Sandoval. It is the Scandoval. It is the cheating. It is these things that you're like, holy shit, they're still doing this stuff after 10 seasons. It's even worse than when it started. That's the stuff you can't look away from. But, you know, it is making a show and making profit off somebody's personal pain. But that's the deal, right? That's Vanderpump rules. So I am not of the mind of, I don't want Sandoval there. I don't want a Sandoval redemption season, but of course I want Sandoval there. Of course I want people having to constantly face him and him having to face them, which it doesn't seem like he really, you know, he seems pretty, um, what's the word, Uh, ignorant uh, to the fact of a lot of people's feelings. And I think that will make for fascinating reality television, right? So when you see a picture of these people posting with fans and stuff and somebody like Sheena, which we'll talk about in a second, is standing next to Tom, it's it, it doesn't mean all things are gravy, all things are good. These people have had working relationships and they've uh, smiled a lot through some of this personal pain and cheating because they are on a show, because they do know they have to film together. But I did say in my recaps, and this isn't like, oh shit, look at me, I'm right. I think a lot of us have said the same thing, but I said, they're going to have to film with Tom. They're just going to. And we were like, well, who's the first person that's going to break that that picket line of not hanging out with Tom? Because Ariana had made it clear during the Scandaball episode that like, listen, I said, I totally get if you want to hang out with him, but then I don't want to hang out with you. Now, remember, as time goes on, as relationships break up and you have time to heal or your healing process begins, which I think that's a fascinating discussion to have with Ariana at some point of how this, all this attention hinders that actual healing process. Because when you're thrown all of a sudden into the spotlight of all spotlights and Vanderpump rules, it can really potentially change your elevation levels in terms of the normal healing process, I would imagine. When you have everybody telling you you're great, when you have brand deals coming out the wazoo, you know, I I, I don't know how that changes a person. Now, I think if anything, Ariana always seems to be the person that has not been changed even, you know, in, in past seasons. Uh, she seems like she has a pretty good true north, but you never know. You just never know. And I was thinking about relationships that I've come out of, especially when I was younger, 
was that I was, or, you know, I remember we both were in this one relationship out of college where we were petty, where it's like, you don't hang out with this friend. If you don't want to have this friend, then you're not friends with me. There is that pettiness. And remember, Vanderpump Rules encourages pettiness. So even in that, even if we don't agree with these people should be around Tom, it's going to make for fascinating television. I want that there. And also, I I don't, I I mean, Sheena, I think uh, Sheena is an amazing friend. I think Sheena also is an amazing reality television star. I think she also, not that she knows the assignment, but I think certain people are born with that kind of, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing the show. I'm doing it to the best of my ability. And I think Sheena is a very unique case. So when everybody was coming down on Sheena for Stan, you know what, let's actually, let me just throw up this photo right now. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm putting the photo. Um, You'll see this photo. Uh, it is them outside of Wolf, you know, Lisa's new restaurant, Wolf Lounge. And the photo is with a fan. And I will say, I've said that, you know, any Vanderpump Rules cast member, usually if you go up to them in public, they are very happy to take pictures. You will get a smile. I mean, they truly do seem to appreciate the fans. But in this photo, you have uh, Brock. What's up, I'm Brock. I have not done my Brock imitation in a while. I'm an Irish man. That's not Irish. I do it. I do Irish for some reason, even though he's Australian. Uh, So you have Brock. And then you have Tom Sandoval doing his Tom Sandoval pose. His uh, his fashion this year, you guys, he's in this kind of, it's like the opposite of Elvis chic, but there's like, it's like an Elvis cowboy look. The mustache is gone. He looks like he has big black uh, chunky heeled shoes, but it's like a, a black and white cowboy button up with like a couple buttons undone. So Tom's doing one of his poses. He has his arm around Brock. And then right next to that, you have Sheena Shea and she has her uh, right arm on like near the small of Tom's back. I mean, who knows? I bet they weren't even touching. And also temperature wise, who knows who's sweating? And then you have Allie, right next to Sheena and then I think you have this fan then you have Tom Schwartz then you have Lala and then you have DJ James Kennedy with newly reunited Graham so that is the photo that everybody is freaking out about everybody saw this photo and was like what's up and even I was like I can't wait to know the story of this photo and it has been told that this photo basically is just like a fan asked to take picture. And that's what we did. And I'll play you uh, Sheena with Lala talking about the reaction to this. But it just shows you how intense our feelings still are for all of this. But I wasn't like livid. I was more just like, I can't wait to know what led up to this photo and directly after this photo. Because you're like, you know, like if me, you know, you want to think if you were Sheena, you'd be like, uh, uh, you know what, Allie, why don't you stand next to Tom? Why don't you or like what happened directly after this? Did like Sheena run to the left? Now, of course, some of you guys have made the argument of like, well, listen, Lala told uh, Schwartz, like, you can't go play pickleball with uh, Randall Emmett. You know, that's just I I told you guys I don't want you hanging out. So, you know, and Lala was very upset and didn't want to talk to Schwartz for a bit because of that. So is that hampering on this? I I don't necessarily think so. And just to kind of alleviate some of these things is that Ariana, uh, you know, because it was such an intense reaction to Sheena, Ariana and her stories literally had to be like at Sheena is an amazing friend who took a photo with a fan for their birthday. There's been so many mean comments towards her for it, and she was just doing something nice. We always try to stop for photos, and when the whole cast is present, it's common for the whole cast to be in the photo, regardless of what is going on between any of us all of the time. 
So even Ariana had to make a statement, which is hysterical and sad at the same time. Um, but I thought it was like, wow, we're at this point where it got so negative where she had to like call off. People. It's like Taylor Swift army or something like that. So even Ariana was okay with it, you guys, or, or has said publicly she is okay with it. But it seemed like people, you know, even if you're fans of somebody, it's like, well, you can be fine with it, but I'm not fine with it. Fuck that. And Sandoval's like, dude, can anybody take pictures of me, dude? Dude, don't dip out on the photo, dude. Dip into the photo, dude. It would be funny if the, the fan of the show said, uh, can I get a photo with everybody? Uh, not you, Tom. Will you take the photo, actually? That's, by the way, if you guys want photos, group photos, when these public events happen, just ask for Sandoval to take the photo with the group photo so we don't have to deal with this shit, you know? And then Schwartz is just like, oh, I'm just so happy to be back from Mars, man. It's great. And then DJ James Kennedy's with Graham, you know, and I, he seems very happy. He was like, no, nobody's a fat fuck anymore. I'm very happy. I have the love of my life, Graham. I have Ali. She's very beautiful and equine and her neck is very slim. Just gorgeous. Lala seems happy in this photo. They all seem happy, which is nice. And I just think the most important part is that they're nice to fans. When they start being dicks to fans, that I think will be the real kind of, maybe things are getting a little too heated. Now, Brock also released a statement. It was a very long statement, so I'm not going to read it. But it was like, you don't understand how reality shows. You don't understand how pictures are taken. Hey, hey, you know, which was like standing up for his woman. So I totally understood that as well. Um, So then... Uh, it is, it is, it is so funny. Cause then Sheena and Lala are in bed, you know, in Tahoe. And by the way, they do a shot of Lala. And I was like half wanting, half expecting her to have her baby bottle, her little, like, you know, remember she sucked on the baby bottle. So this is what Sheena and Lala say in bed. I'm story rant or not. Don't ask me. You know, I love a good Instagram story rant, especially just... in the bed. I don't know why I feel the need. To defend taking a photo with my hand like this in the back of someone. People are so stupid. It like still blows my mind that people like don't realize we're filming a show. And it was that girl's birthday. Like, what are we gonna be like, Adele? Absolutely not. Like, no, happy birthday. Let's take a fucking picture. It's called adulting. We're in a group. We're all here. We hopped in a photo. You know what? I happened to be standing where I was standing. Called Vanderpump Rules. Have you guys watched it before? Take photos with strangers every fucking day. That's how you take a photo. I stand like that. (laughs) You smile. You smile. I tilt my head to my good side. I thought that was I, I thought that was great. Uh, actually, what you're missing though in the video, she's like, I stood like this, and she puts her hand like with her nails in a fist, which actually goes directly against what Sheena said that she can't make a fist with those nails. That's neither here nor there, though. But it is one of those things. It must be ridiculous for them, but also it's kind of ridiculous for us if we're going to be truthful about it, because you're like, she's like, Lala's like, it's called Vanderpump Rules. Ever heard of it? And I get that, but at the same time, we've seen all of those people be upset by minimal things. We've seen all we've seen Lala be upset. Like I said about you know, Schwartz hanging out with Randall. We've seen these people. 
feelings are feelings and you can be reactionary and then, but it is funny. There is this kind of layer of being a hypocrite. And I, I mean that in a loving way, not like in a Jax Taylor kind of way, but in a, sometimes they're not able to think back. Well, like I totally understand the fans kind of freaking out, but let me explain. It's just a photo. And I wonder how this will affect their photos from here on out. Of like, just like, no, nobody stays next to Tom. No, nobody stands in it. Graham, you can stand next to Tom. Graham, you just be right there next to Sandoval. But I, like I said, this is truly how Sheena poses with fans. It's also like the patented Sandoval, like, dude, I lean back on one hip, dude, and I just do the little smirk, and it's just awesome, dude. Rock and roll, dude. And Schwartz is always just like, oh, I'm just happy to be here, man. I'm just so crazy lately. So that was one of the big... It was one of the big things that happened this week that people were really exploding about. And if we're exploding as an audience about these little things, I mean, get wait, just wait when bigger things happen. And I'm curious if this will now be a storyline, which I hope I've always pushed for meta elements to this show of like, oh, my God, the fans are freaking out like the fans. If they are an unofficial main cast member this season, I would kind of be here for it. But it is interesting because sometimes when the arguments come back from the cast, they sometimes don't have a 360 view of behavior they've exhibited in the past, if that makes sense. Now, I am team all of these people except for Sandoval at this moment. But what's great about being a reality television lover is that that can change. Next season, it can be completely different. You never know. And if we're really being honest with ourselves, people are going to be friends with Tom Sandoval again, if not already, if not by the end of the season, period. If you have not paid attention to Vanderpump Rules, that's how it goes. That is truly how this goes. So steal yourself, prepare yourself, hold your loved ones close, let them know that they will probably be friends with Sandoval again. And you kind of want this, you want it enough where they're able to be in the same room together, because then they need to be in that same room to completely lose their shit on Tom. And Tom is not an effective communicator. So he's like, what the fuck you, dude? Dude, I'm not getting the same respect I got from Howie Mandel with you guys, dude. Fucking Sheena, dude. I've made all your careers this season, dude. You don't even understand, man. Dude, I gotta dip out. So uh, that was something that I found very interesting. Now, let's go on to the, I said we we're going to start with this, but let's go to, to Graham. Graham Cracker. Now, Graham, oh, me and Raquel, that was all dog, Graham. But we remember through history that, of course, DJ James Kennedy and Raquel, Rachel broke up and Graham stayed with Raquel. And she let us know this season of like, I, I want Graham with me. He's not James Kennedy's dog. But then remember in like the third episode of the season, she just casually let Sheena know that Graham got a puncture wound when she like it was like Graham was trying to escape from a vet or like a, a kennel or something. And I was always kind of like, why didn't we focus more on that puncture wound? The puncture wound seemed wild to me that it was just kind of thrown out there. So this story itself has a lot of layers. Like I said, we had rumors that it was Graham, wasn't Graham, was Graham. We finally got confirmation that it was Graham. I'm putting a photo up here right now on, uh, you'll see it on YouTube. This is the, um, sorry. This is the photo that James Kennedy posted a couple of days ago. And it and it's it's literally one of the most romantic photos I've ever seen. The lighting is beautiful. Uh, they're by this tree and the water in Tahoe. And Graham Cracker is like sitting and staring up at DJ James Kennedy. And DJ James Kennedy has uh, Graham's face in his palms and he's kissing the top of Graham's head. You can't tell, but 
Graham has literally bitten the shit out of DJ James Kennedy's lips and won't let go. I'm joking. There's a lot of talk about Graham being aggressive. But anyways, the caption, which is beautiful, says, look who made his way back home, back into my life. I'll take care of you forever. And I love you with the heart emoji. Now, this was beautiful. I really, I choked up. I did. I, stuff with dogs is just one of my kryptonites. But also, I do want to also point out the fact that I don't think Graham can read. And I also don't think Graham has an Instagram account that Graham has access to. So Graham might not have seen this Instagram that it was directly posted to Graham. Um, and the, I'll take care of you forever stands out for me as well, because it's very chunk and sloth from the Goonies. You remember the Goonies, one of my favorite movies as a kid in the 80s and there was a uh, chunk who was played by uh, i think his name was ben cohen and he was like this chubby kid that did the truffle shuffle and then there was sloth who was like this like mutant creature that loved baby ruth had a droopy eye kind of looked like food god but like food god of course looks better but you know i think sloth had a better personality regardless at the end of goonies it always stood out with me as a kid because you know, he was mistreated by his family. He was like chained up, uh, sloth was, and just like given fish heads to eat. And it was just, you know, and everybody was so scared of him because he looked weird. And at the end of this movie, it's a beautiful moment where, you know, they, 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 they get reunited with their families. And then Chunk tells Sloth of like, you're going to live with me now. You're going to come back home and live with me, which I always thought, you know, as I grew up, I'm like, poor Chunk's parents, all of a sudden they're living with this guy. In fact, Back in the day when I was really trying to make things happen as an actor and like, you know, write things and stuff, I had pitched this idea. And I still think this is a genius idea for 80s kids. What what it was chunk and sloth the college years. And the, it was like, you know, sketchy sketch comedy, but the whole conceit was that Chung and Sloth actually did live with each other from that moment on. And then they went to college together and, you know, Sloth actually ended up rushing a fraternity, you know, he could do keg stands and it was like Chunk was still like kind of the, the loner loser, even in college. But I always pictured of like, what's that like? They legitimately live together for, so that reminded me of this, of like, you're going to come home and live with me now. Now that would be all beautiful, all gravy, right? Like that's kind of, truly incredible. It's, it's kind of a, a happy ending story. But if we were to look a little deeper of, wait a sec, how did Graham find his way back to DJ James Kennedy? How did that even happen? And we didn't really know. I mean, we didn't really know until we started getting information because I think a lot of people were wondering where Graham was, where uh, when Raquel Rachel was in the mental health facility, which we'll get to a point Raquel finally resurfaced this week. I'll show you a picture of that in a second. But we didn't know how this happened. And then all of a sudden, uh, rumors or things were coming out there that uh, Graham was taken to a shelter. And then somehow that shelter contacted Lisa's Vanderpump dogs, and they were able to uh, kind of rescue Graham and place him back with DJ James Kennedy. Okay, so that is wild information, right? Like, were you as shocked as I am? Because I'm like, wait a sec, they 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 took the dog to potentially get euthanized. Like, it was it, it was really shocking. And also on the face of it, you know, Raquel was potentially finally like she revealed, like came out of cover, and we got our first picture of Raquel since like she went into the mental health facility earlier in the week, and then this comes out towards the end of the week. I mean, this is a PR group's worst nightmare if Raquel Rachel is working with a PR group because people have such a strong affinity for dogs, and we already don't have the best affinity for Raquel. And I don't need all the people going Raquel saved Vanderpump rules like. 
No, fucking Scandaball storyline saved Vanderpump Rules, and Raquel was a part of that. Raquel in no way holds a candle to anything that Lala can, like, do or say or she, you know, like, what I always say, it's like Raquel is the lever, but that's all it is. You know, once that lever is hit, what else is there? And I always don't think Raquel could potentially have a redemption season because we never knew the real Raquel to begin with. So how, who are we rooting for? What are we rooting for her to come back to? We don't know who she is. And listen, I'm all for, I'm not saying don't bring her on, but I've always said if she really prioritizes her mental health and she really did take that much time away, why would you then throw yourself back into reality television? Because that would be the antithesis of actually working on your mental health, period. I don't think anyone can argue that this is not good for your mental health. So, of course, you could say, well, she needs money. Well, we all need money, sure. But at some point, you do have to make or break. And if you are of a certain mental health uh you know, if mental health is a serious issue for you and it's a serious issue for a lot of us, don't put yourself in that line of fire. Just don't do it. Now is the time she is young enough to go back to school, to actually get a real career. In some ways, Raquel, you know, has the best chance of overall being a normal person down the line. Because once you get on reality television for more than five years, I think it does something to your brain. We talked about a lot of the cast of Vanderpump Rules have done really horrible things and at times have been really horrible people. And we've encouraged that. The show encourages that, but it makes your brain mush. So when we heard that though, it was like, fuck Raquel all over again. Like what? But then we got further information. Raquel Levis's mother, Laura, this was actually first reported by Entertainment Tonight, claims that she surrendered the dog, Graham, after the canine bit her to the bone. And we saw she actually posted or somebody posted a photo of the dog bite, which was on her finger and did look very bloody. And I guess it was to the bone. Uh, Rachel put Graham into behavior classes after breaking up with James because he had bitten several people, Laura told Entertainment Tonight on Friday. When Rachel went into the mental health facility, she asked us to care for Graham, as we have many times before. While caring for him, he bit me to the bone, causing severe damage. I saw two doctors for the wound that suggested to be euthanized, which we absolutely declined and sought out the best rehabilitation center, California Doodle Rescue, that gave him a trainer with over 40 years of experience. Uh, after discussing the matter with Levis, Laura said she decided putting Graham in the care of California Doodle Rescue was the best option. Uh, we made the tough decision to, grip, to drive Graham on May 20th to California Doodle. So this has been a, a minute to California Doodle Rescue so that he wasn't alone and delivered him directly to the trainer's home with a tearful goodbye, Laura said. Uh, Levis's mom went on to claim that Graham bit both the trainer and her husband, although the pair was able to get him to a place where he could be adopted. He was placed with a new owner and was returned within three days after also biting her. The rescue then reached out to Lisa Vanderpump for financial assistance to hire a different trainer. Wow. So this is wild. If this is to, to be true, to be believed, is that they went to Lisa for money of like, we must have money for Graham or Graham will be euthanized. You owe us money. Lisa, but by the way, I hope we get that scene. And, you know, that will be a storyline of Lisa like, Oh, dear, Ken, I'm getting calls about Graham. Did you know the sons of always in a jacuzzi with her girl? I think Graham was there as well. I wish Lisa adopted Graham. Lisa offered to adopt Graham, and he was picked up by Vanderpump Dogs Rescue on July 13th, which brings us to now. Laura said that the California Doodle Rescue was given the impression that Vanderpump Dogs would either rehabilitate Graham and place him in a good home, or that he could live on Vanderpump's property for the remainder of his life. Graham's 
terrorizing those like mini ponies and like Hanky and Panky, the, the swans. Hanky and be like, ah, get the fuck out of here. Quote, my daughter nor I ever dumped Graham and want nothing but the best for him, which is a, such a cold statement. And I love these cold statements when it, when it involves dogs. I want to remind everybody, once again, Graham can't read, you know, so Graham's like, well, that's very nice that they wish the best for me, but it's very cold of like, we want nothing but the best for him. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, we'll let Graham know. So Graham was eventually reunited with James Kennedy, 31, who was gladly welcomed the po pooch back into his life. And, we have, you know, like, listen, this is not the first time we have gotten um, statements about Graham being a potential terror. In fact, I'm trying to find this. Uh, Ariana, I believe, was this on Call Her Daddy? Yeah, it was on Call Her Daddy. Uh, Ariana told the host, Rachel would bring Graham over to my house, who is honestly a terror. He bit me before, just putting it out there. He's not a well-trained dog and he's kind of a little jerk. And I know Ariana is a very big animal lover. So a lot of us have had dogs with behavioral issues um, and it really sucks. It really does. And it does uh, have some intense training ahead of it. But I am scared for DJ. I mean, like they, DJ James Kennedy just moved into a new house with Allie and their cat. Um, I don't know if they have plural. I know definitely one, but like those poor cats, you know, those cats are like, wait, you're bringing a dog with behavioral issues in here? And I'm just, I hope DJ James Kennedy has the time and patience. And I know Allie seems to be great, but just that seems if the dog is that aggressive as it seems like he potentially is, that they are really, I mean, I hope Lisa, especially with Vanderpump Dogs, is really doing everything because this could end badly on so many levels. I'm not saying Graham is out there like, you know, like there is a loose doodle dog on the loose killing innocent people no but if they bit that many people and i'm always always pro dog um but i do find it interesting that raquel's mom this was intense enough to get rid of this dog and to rehome it especially with what rachel raquel is going through was going through because you know this is all in the public eye you know, and you're talking about PR games. This was really done without any thought of how it could potentially look. Now, there is a reason for this, but sometimes we don't look for the reason as an audience. We just go, how fuck it dare this person rehome that dog? Um, so we'll see how this all plays out. But I just thought, you know, it's beautiful in that Instagram photo. Everybody's like reunited. It's also interesting because you can tell that Raquel's mom probably didn't want it to wind back up with DJ James Kennedy because... Remember, they didn't like DJ James Kennedy and Raquel together. And I try to remind people, even though we all love DJ James Kennedy now, he's had a history of behavior on this show where we kind of would know where that family would potentially feel about their daughter with DJ James Kennedy. But the hope is we can all grow. We can all learn all of that stuff. And DJ James Kennedy still one of the funniest motherfuckers on reality television. Yeah, Peter, you fat fuck with your big belly. Ryan Bailey with your big fat belly. Hey, now is my favorite part of the show where I get to talk about our sponsor. And this week, we are lucky enough to be sponsored again by our friends over at BetterHelp. Now, they want me to talk about a time when I have felt uncertain about where I was going in my life or what the right path was and how I got through it. Now, that's very easy. I'm just going to talk about the time I'm going through right now. You know, I'm dealing with a lot of things in my mind about my mom, and I have been for a while. And as we get closer to whatever is about to happen, I know that I, I know enough that I don't know how I'm going to feel. And, uh, I, uh, 
it's a really scary time in my life right now. And it's not, it's, it's weird. You think about it all the time, but at the same time, uh, I try not to think about it all the time. If that makes sense. It's very, very odd. Um, well, sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Um, like I don't know what to do. I, I'm not going to know what to do. Uh, even though I've replayed all of these scenarios in my head, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel even my feelings right now. They're all over the place. Um, so whether you're dealing with decisions around career relationships or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. Um, I mean, listen, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I actually am using better help. Uh, I got, uh, uh, paired with one of their therapists, uh, two and a half weeks ago. I thought this was something that, uh, I mean, a lot of my friends have reached out to say, not reached out specifically for this, but to say that this is something that I need to get in place now of somebody to talk to, uh, just so I'm not playing catch up when when things in my life do happen. Because also that it's important for me to move forward, to keep doing the show, and to keep you know to try to be a functioning human being. Because I, I want I want to be at the end of the day, and I know my mom's going to want me to be, and then I need to start taking care of things and taking care of myself and my own mental health. So I actually am using better help right now. Uh, and listen, it's early on. It does feel good to talk to somebody. I mean, there, there's, um, there's something so innately good about that. It's also so scary, right? It's so scary to even make that. Uh, I mean, listen, I talk about this all the time and it was still scary for me to sign up once again and to try to go to the process of, finding a therapist. But the cool thing about BetterHelp is that they take a lot of that off of you. They make it so easy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. That's all it is. Just try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That was another thing I couldn't make excuses for. Well, I don't have time right now. I'm all over the map. I don't have time to go to one place. Well, you can just do it on your computer. Uh, just fill out a brief questionnaire. It's very brief to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Okay, hear that last part. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So let therapy be your map with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash so bad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash so bad. Give it a shot. I'm giving it a shot. We'll be therapy buddies. We can do this. Let's push forward. And now back for the remaining portion of our show. Um, so it's kind of a, uh, that was kind of a nice story, kind of, kind of, eh. but also then, um, they're still filming in Tahoe. I put up this other photo right now. If you're uh, listening on podcast, Tom Sandoval, he made a little t-shirt with a message and the message is a great t-shirt. He's walking uh, back from the beach in Tahoe and it says, I feel fine. He's wearing his Tom Tom hat, which, by the way, Tom Sandoval has not been uh, shown sporting a Schwartz and Sandy's hat in quite some time. But he has been really leaning into the Tom Tom hat. So I do have a feeling we will see Sandoval really being around Tom Tom a lot. And obviously there's issues with him and Schwartz and Sandy's. So I saw this and he's like back on the beach and says, I feel fine, which, you know, what does that mean? You're like, I feel fine, dude. So what is what is the message he's trying to show us? Let us know in the comments. I feel fine. What is that? Is that some hidden message? Is it a message to Raquel? Is it a message to us? What is that message? 
But then I looked at some other photos in that photo series set. And there's another one that I'm posting up here and it's Tom in this. But if you pull back further, you see like 10 feet away from him walking behind his DJ James Kennedy with Graham. And then in my head, I was like, after reading all this stuff about Graham being a potential terror, I'm like, holy shit, if this, if, if this Graham's behavioral issues are to be believed, Graham is potentially st like stalking Graham's prey right now. Graham's like, there's that motherfucker that made all this shit happen. I'm getting you, C.O. Sandoval. I'm saving a bite for you, buddy. Yeah. Give me that. Uh, oh, you don't actually play an instrument. I was going to say, give me your guitar hand. Uh, give me that hand you play the trumpet with. I'm going to bite through that. That's my Graham voice, by the way. Hey, what's up? I'm Graham. What's going on, dude? I'm Graham Cracker. I'm uh, pretty confused. What's going on? In my stupid head, I, before I read that rehoming and how Graham got there, I was literally like, did Graham escape and find his way to Tahoe? He's like, I must find DJ James Kennedy, my dad. I've got to find him. Like, it's going to be like a homeward bound emotional, like, cause dogs, you know, we like dogs are smart. Like I was like, maybe, you know, we get a spinoff of like Graham's adventures of trying to like find his way. Like he escapes the rehoming and he's like, must find DJ James Kennedy. Got to find him in Tahoe. But in this photo, it's like, it just kind of made me laugh. Cause it did seem like he was like, I've got my scent on Sandoval. You fucked this up, buddy. You fucked my life up royally. You fucked my mom's life up. You fucked my life up. Uh, now I have to live with cats. Damn it. Um, so that they're doing a lot of shit in Tahoe. I feel like I've seen so many leaks now from Vanderpump Rules Season 11 that we've got to be nearing the end of the season. And I do think, I was kind of toying with this idea, is that since they are filming so much and so much stuff has gotten out, I wonder if they'll rush Season 11 in terms of getting it to us. Like, I wonder if they will wait eight months like they usually would, or if they're going to have a real strict schedule of like, get this out before this wave of attention dissipates. And also, if anybody works for Peacock, I would love the, the stats. There's no joke here. I would love the hard stats on the back catalog of Vanderpump Rules episodes, because I know it brought in so many new viewers. I would be so curious what each of those past episodes from the past nine seasons got. I bet there was a lot of streaming activity of all of those seasons because a lot of us went back and watched it again and again and again, but a lot of new people discovered it. So I would love those streaming numbers on Peacock. I think that would really clue us in of what, uh, you know, truly what a phenomenon this, this has been. Um, okay. So we did that story. We did that story. Now, this was interesting. I was listening to this today. Uh, I saw this on Vanderpump Rules Party, their Instagram. And this was, let's see here. Lala was on Stassi's podcast called Straight Up with Stacy. Is that what it's called? Straight Up with Stacy? <laughs> Straight Up with Stassi's podcast. And Lala, uh, they're kind of talking about potentially being tougher than Ariana and what they've had to go through the title. Um, I don't know. So listen to this. Listen to this dialogue and tell me what you guys think. People were just like, well, you're such a bitch. Of course, you deserved it. And then you see somebody like Ariana who gets cheated on and the whole world just like falls to her feet. And mm -hmm. it's like, wait, hold on. Um, a lot of us have been cheated on, but we deserved it because yeah. we're we're tougher like isn't that it's just so weird to watch that like people react to different women being cheap last year or when all of when scandal happened it was a moment where i sat there and i was like damn like ariana was cheated on and granted like i can't imagine it being a friend 
But to be able to like stay in the same house and kind of, you know, the only thing you give up is just the title of things. So isn't that interesting? And I think that conversation continued on, but I don't listen to Stasi's podcast. That's not a slam on her. I don't really listen to a lot of these people's podcasts uh, or have the time, but I know a lot of you guys do, which by the way, there is a great, um, there's a great Instagram that I want to shout out. Um, Vanderpump pod recaps, I think. Oh yeah. Vanderpod recaps, Vanderpod recaps. And she does a great, I think I'm assuming it's a, she, it might be a, but a, she does great uh, notes on all of these podcasts. And she's done a couple of mine, which I thought have been so nice of, of her, uh, but shenanigans, la la. And she you know, really puts the time in. And I think this is an account that you should go follow if you're really just craving information. And I think uh, she she's additional war eight, seven, five, nine from Reddit. That's her Reddit account. I'm not fully on Reddit. I get sent a lot of Reddit links, but it scares me. But I think that's a great Instagram account to like keep up with, like just hardcore, like stats and information, not stats, but information, you know, and, and especially if I can't listen, I always enjoy uh, going over there and kind of looking at uh, her notes. But that was the dialogue right there. And this is what I'm talking about earlier in terms of the meta angle of it, of like people's feelings kind of getting hurt that they didn't get necessarily the same reaction when similar things happen to them. Now, I always kind of not cringe, but I get a little nervous when it's women doing this to other women because women, you guys know, I mean, best of all, I don't, <laughs> this is me mansplaining women shit is, uh, is that sometimes women start tearing each other down instead of like keeping the focus on the Randalls and the Tom and keeping that heat. And sometimes that will sometimes kneecap the argument because you can tell that they are starting to get bothered by other females and attention that they're getting all of that stuff. And that was just kind of an initial reaction. You guys might disagree with me, which is totally great, but um, you know, you hear that and Stasi, you know, is leading that clip and saying like, well, you know, we've all been cheated on and then this happens and, you know, but, but the thing that they're leaving out with all of this is that when you are a, you know, all of these ladies are different. They're all unique. We're all, you know, special butterflies, all of this stuff. But with Lala, you know, and Randall is that a lot of us knew or heavily suspected Randall to be a creep. So when we got that confirmation that he was a creep, it's different. It was different than Ariana and Tom because we genuinely believed Tom was this hero or a lot of us did. I did. I can only speak for myself, but that was where that even that bigger support in what, what he did under her nose, what he did and how he presented himself and how we really thought truly just this great guy on so many levels and it turned out not to be. But with Randall, we always, I mean, like, let's not rewrite history. I, I can give you Randall jokes from four years ago that we were saying really awful things about him that were true. And Lala could either choose to not have read that stuff, which if you're in love, of course, and you're always going to believe the person that you're with for the most part. And Lala, you know, she had to catch up to this horror and they have a daughter together. I mean, obviously horrible, but it's just different. You know, Ariana presented it a certain way. This situation happened to her and it's all, you know, so it's not going to get, but, but sometimes when you hear that, it, it, it sounds like, well, why didn't I get the same kind of attention? Well, why didn't I? It's because like, you're a different person. Also Lala, like I've always said, you know, and Stasi to a degree, I think they're both such great uh, communicators, even in podcast form, that they are able to, you know, I think their careers will, 
whether you like hearing this or not, will will be able to last a long time because of things like their podcasts and them being effective communicators when they need be. But then to kind of point this out of like, well, we've all been cheated on. Like, yeah, that's the argument I've heard from so many women. But it's like, yeah, okay, I'm so sorry for your thing, but you're also not on a television show. You're not Ariana. You didn't date Tom. You dated your version of Tom, but you know, it's not, these are different situations. You can never tell when something's going to like kind of ignite the way it does. But the more information that was present, that was being filmed, that we were able to see being light, it was all mapped out for us. So it kind of led us to further and further support Ariana. Now, I think Lala, like, you know, I think we support her a great deal as well, but we always thought Randall was a douche. In fact, Lala used up a lot of her goodwill from people to show us that Randall is a great guy. Like I remember going like, well, maybe Randall is good after that one season, you know, I'm like, okay, this is kind of likes to play pickleball. Like you know, that's his big thing. That's not that bad. Right. Like he hangs out with Jax. That's a little suspect, but you know, who, who knows? I just sometimes hope the energy stays on these men and we don't get pointing fingers of you got this attention, you got this brand deal, you got this brand deal, which I kind of hear rumblings about all the time. And I can guarantee you that Ariana did not ask for this stuff. I guarantee you, all you QAnoners out there, that this was not some big plot line to give Ariana ultimate success and Tom ultimate not success. Um, but I just, I hear things like that. And I think that's an interesting conversation and I like hearing at it, but it's just like, okay, but this has happened. Move on. Like, look how many amazing, look how many send it to Daryl shirts you sold. You know, you see, you said you were able to put a down payment on your Palm Springs place. I mean, like things for everyone in this cast looks so much better than it did the year before, but it can always hurt, right? It can always hurt when you get emotionally upended by your romantic partner and you don't feel like you potentially have the support. But then it kind of flows into that initial conversation we were having earlier about posing for photos is that Lala did the same thing about Ariana saying, I don't want you hanging out with them. Da, 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 da. And Lala said that to Schwartz. So I curious about Lala, you know, even in that, those moments of going, yeah, I could see where maybe people are scared Ariana would get her feelings hurt if Sheena was next to Tom in a photo, because I know that if I saw Sheena next to Randall Emmett in a photo right now, I would lose a gasket. Because I would assume that Lala would fucking flip her lid if Sheena was in a photo with Randall Emmett, present day. But... I don't know. I know these are just thoughts that are going through my head. Let me know what you guys think. I wanted to talk about that with you as well. Don't worry, folks. We truly have a lot of other stories here. Um, let's see here. Uh, Medita gave me this beautiful list here. Now, Real Housewives in New York, one of the um, characters that have kind of already made a little bit of a wave is Bryn Whitfield. She kind of has reddish brown hair. She's the one that's like really flirty and kind of seems like she's made for reality television. Well, she did an interview. I think it was for Mention It All hosted by Dylan Hafer for Betches, who I love and I love uh, all of that. Uh, I love all of them. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 
100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. But uh, he was interviewing her, and Bren Whitfield says, I knew Lisa Vanderpump before the show. You would go over on a Tuesday random night and there would be like rose petals up the staircase and candles. It would look like Valentine's Day and it was like a Tuesday. Lisa is that fabulous. I think she is referring to going over to her house or is she just referring to going over to Sir? And then she continues, actually, back in the day when they were starting Vanderpump Rules, they were like, we're starting this show. Would you maybe want to think about being on it? She declared before explaining that she didn't want to leave her job in PR. She says, I got on my high horse and I was like telling Lisa and Pandy I would never do reality TV that is like so trashy. And then she goes on to say, she's 36 years old. That uh, she says, I think I made out with Peter once at Halloween in 2006. She made out with Peter Madrigal in 2006. Thank you. I made out with Bryn. I Yes, of course. I'm Peter. Which, by the way, Sophie Ross, who does our pop culture roundup sometimes, she's in L.A. right now. I'm so sad I didn't get to, to hang out with her because she went to Tom, Tom and Sir and got a picture with Peter. And she texted me last night and I said, did he tell you anything? She goes, well, you, I, I asked him to give me any information about the new season. He was like, I cannot do any of that. And walked away, which is very few. I will not betray the show for for. No, I will not give you any rumors at all. I am Peter. But this Bryn made out with Peter. I think that's amazing. Uh, I love the fact that she potentially would have been on Vanderpump Rules, which just goes to show you, like I said in my recap on Friday, is that certain people I think are made for reality television. They just have this kind of exuberance presence that pops on screen. And I think Bryn has that. I think a lot of people were saying that she's putting that on. I think she genuinely is like that. And now we kind of get a little bit more to back that that up is that even back then in 2006, they were trying to get her on Vanderpump Rules when she was younger because she had the same exuberant personality. But I do love that she has this connection with Vanderpump, with Lisa, with Pandora, uh, Lisa's daughter. But uh, I, I, I'm curious also, I don't know, to be sad or happy, you know, that what, you know, what is that moment in your 30s where you're like, fuck it, I guess, I guess I'll do reality television if that's the direction these, these things are taking me. And, you know, it's almost like this defeat. Well, fuck, I guess I'll do reality television now. Um, OK, here, uh, this is a story from E! Online. Uh, there's so many great outlets. E! Online has this story is that... Uh, let me pull this up here. Vanderpump Rules, Ariana Maddox, and Tom Sandoval still live together four months after the breakup. 
Um, and this is just letting know that they both are staying in the uh, the same place. And Alex Baskin, the executive producer of this show for Evolution Media, um, said, you know, Ariana and Tom Sandoval, I would hasten to point out, they still live together. The idea that they wouldn't shoot together is a little bit hard to digest. They're in the same home. Um, and Ariana did tell us on Watch What Happens Live on May 17th that, of course, she wants to move out of that house as quickly as possible. She wants to move on. But like I said, this is going to be a great storyline. And in terms of production, how smart that no matter who's not willing to film with who, they, they're able to film in that house. First off, it's great to film in that house because... They don't have fans there. I mean, by the way, that would be just great. People just showing up outside their house. They're just that into it, which some of you guys, I kind of feel like you do do that. So just be careful out there. But uh, it's great because it's away from like the onlookers. But there's no way that we will not see them passing hallways, slamming doors. And we will see by the end of this season, I would imagine one of them moving on. And I would imagine that would be Ariana. Um so it, it's it's kind of this nice escape clause that Evolution Media has that no matter what, they're still in that same house and we're able to film there. And uh, it'll be very, very interesting. I, I'm kind of really all for those house scenes because the last house scene we had with Tom and Ariana was in the Scandal episode in that house. And it was just so intense. I can already see how they're going to open up this season of like, well, it's been quite a summer and we'll see them like slamming doors in and out. Like, you know, I, I want to see, I mean, we've heard how that works with them going through an intermediary to say who comes, who goes, but I would love to see that on film. I would love to see that on film. Also, Sheena, I just wanted to point out, I forgot to put this in my story about the photo in Tahoe is that Sheena let us know, we were there for Lisa. They were there, like I said, to support the Wolf restaurant. We were there for Lisa. And then some people were like, yeah, you can be there for Lisa, but you don't have to put your arm around Todd Sandoval's back. Sandoval like, dude, yeah, put double hands around my back, dude. Yeah, dude, put double hands. Um, also, uh, I just played you a clip from uh, that podcast with Stassi and Lala. But here is another quote from that. Um, this is an us weekly. So I'm just trying to pull this article up. These high, these hyperlinks, unfortunately don't go to the, uh, article for some reason, because Google docs is a dick. So I'm having to manually open them up one at a time. I, I know you guys are fascinated by that, this, right? Lala and Stasi us weekly. How are you guys doing? You good? You hanging in there? Okay. It says, Lala and Stasi hope their kids watch Pump Rules to learn from our mistakes. Could you imagine? I, my, my parents would be so legendary if when I was a kid, they were like, we're going to make you watch 10 seasons of a reality show just to teach you a lesson. I'd be like, I am ready to learn, sensei. Let's do this. Um, so in this podcast, it says... Um, Lala said, there are many people who say you should be worried about her watching Vanderpump Rules, her daughter Ocean. I'm not worried at all. I want her to see those things. I want her to go like, wow, my mom has had experiences in life. She's never going to judge me. She's been a hot mess herself. I'm in a safe space. It will be interesting to see Lala grow as a mother and what she thinks now and what she will think when her daughter's a teenager and how that changes. I don't mean that as a joke. I just think it will be fascinating. Um, Stasi agreed, adding that she hopes her daughter is one day able to see pump rules as, as an example of what not to do. Yeah. She'll be like, uh, the daughter will be like, uh, I don't know what I did to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. Thank you so much. Let's not fight. 
Uh, Stasi says, hopefully they'll learn from our mistakes. I hope Hartford watches Vanderpump rules and shudders and cringes and is like, mom, you were so fucking mean. Like, that's not cool. I hope that she looks at it and is like, that's not cool. I really hope that our kids watch and learn. I do love this. Great. I mean, maybe they'll teach Vanderpump rules in elementary school one day. It would truly be amazing. Also in this article, it gets brought up about uh, Lala's 4th of July post where she posted uh, her and Sheena's kid. And then the next slide was her grabbing her ass on a beach. And a lot of people had a problem with that. And she says, I'm so over the mom shaming from some of you women. I'm a parent, work full time, rather have one moment for just for me and just for a second on the 4th of July. I felt hot and wanted a picture. Anything but praise is unwelcome. I don't like the idea of once you become a mother, you have to fit into this box. The way you've treated me is like you're a mother now. You can't do those things. There's going to be a day where my daughter grows up and she's going to have sex. She's probably going to smoke weed. She's not going to be a little tiny innocent child for the rest of her life. Listen, I mean, there's a lot of truth to that. I think probably one of the main issues is that she put it in the same, like there were two slides and that was the second slide. Like, you know, I think a lot of people, or if I were ever to get a place where I was proud of my body and I wanted to show my ass on a beach, I probably wouldn't put it in the same carousel if I had kids. I would just make them two separate posts, right? But that's her business. It's like Brittany on Instagram. Let her post whatever she wants. Let her post. But also there is this reactionary element that I think Lala completely benefits from and profits from. So the more people get mad at this stuff, the more it ultimately helps her because you have people that like give their opinions on, ah, nah, nah. yeah, don't do it if you don't want to do it. But then there's also people that are like, yeah, show your ass girl. That's a great looking ass girl. So you have all of these people rushing to her defense as well. But if you study the internet, this is just par for course. You know, the internet will give you things that will upset you or it'll make you actually defend something that you love. Those are like some of the two things that I think, because, you know, as we get further into this, it's two of the worst things about social media, because social media would be great to like pass around funny memes, look at dog pics, look at cat pics, and uh, things that make you laugh, things that make you learn, but that's just not the reality of social media at all. So then it ends up in these kind of warring factions. And with Vanderpump Rules, it is hot and heavy as always. Now, Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House. They are currently filming the new season of Summer House. Are you guys excited for that? I know uh, Lindsay and Carl, they're going to be getting married. Uh, and I think this season is going to focus on a little bit of that. Uh, so this actually, Lindsay Hubbard urges Tom Schwartz to cut ties with Tom Sandoval. And Lindsay, in an interview, just gave her opinion about this. But, you know, don't you know, save your breath, Lindsay, because we already see that they're back to full steam. I think certain people in certain relationships, and especially in male relationships, we don't really challenge our male friends. And you're just kind of, I think Schwartz is very used to being in the passenger seat. And Tom is always used to be the driver. And it's very easy, you know, not just romantic relationships, but friendship relationships as well. It's so easy to fall back in those bad habits, fall back in that stuff of like, oh, I guess, I guess we're, you know, it's because it feels good. It's that pleasure button for a second. I'm like, this feels normal. This feels good. I, I, he makes me laugh. I, you know, so it'll be interesting to hear from Schwartz's perspective, but it seems like Schwartz is not going to make that, that break. He's not going to make that break. And, and uh, it'll, like I said, I think that's going to make for, fascinating reality television. I'm all here for that. I want to see how that stuff, uh, how that stuff and that relationship mends or, you know, like does Tom stand up for himself at all? These are things that truly fascinate me. Now, this is a People Magazine article from June 28th that says Tom Schwartz admits he was ready to pack up 
my stuff and move away from LA in recent months. And this was uh, in regards to the promotion of Stars on Mars, which I didn't realize was still airing. Uh, Schwartz in this interview says, I have this sort of mounting urge to just pack up my stuff and like move. Like, I don't know where, like not run away, but just like move. <laughs> He's like, I had a yearning to just disconnect, to take a break from the internet, my phone, social media. I had romanticized this idea, but once it came time to sort of part ways with my phone, it was like scary because that's what I used to masturbate with women. <laughs> it was scary. I'm scared of how dependent I am on my cell phone in every facet of my life. So it was like nice to take a little break from that. And like, yeah, like it felt rejuvenating and restorative. I like it's like a spa for Tom. Which, by the way, I'm still giggling over that never before seen thing where we saw see Tom went on a blind date with the girl from Hinge. He's like, I'm getting my Schwartz back. He says, I get a massive infusion of levity and an adventure. And it was kind of just what the doctor ordered in regards to stars on Mars. I feel um, I feel more optimistic. I feel myself again. And I just feel better equipped to handle whatever life throws me. I feel more me. I feel like myself again. I have a fresh perspective, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's the word. I feel like I recalibrated. I feel like I just lost my way. I lost my way a little bit. I really did. I lost my way and now I'm found. He said the same thing like 30 different ways. And then he finishes, it's not like I have it all together. I'm a constant work in progress. Let's be honest. First off, we know you're not all together. Second off, work in progress. That's like a, a patented Jax Taylor line. I'm clearly a flawed dude. I feel more optimistic heading into the next year, and I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel giddy again, a little lighter on my feet. I would love to feel giddy. I do not. I, I long for the day to feel giddy again. I'm just taking it day by day right now. I'm not letting myself spend too much time in the future. That's probably one of the biggest problems in my life. I don't dwell on the past much, but I spend a lot of time in the future and usually not in a good way. And I just plan on being more present. I need to take every day and be grateful for it. Every moment. Stop living in the future, Tom. Right now. Be present. He literally says his own name in this interview. He's like, stop living in the present, Tom. Stop living in the future, Tom. Be in the present. <laughs> oh, God. And then uh, finally, let's wrap up. We got our first look at Raquel Rachel. She has now officially switched her name back to Rachel. Her TikTok account, uh, she changed her name, took down a lot of stuff. So she's somebody's active for her on TikTok again. But we, we finally got our first picture of uh, her and she's wearing a hat that says, be a good person. So is this another message? I mean, obviously you wear a hat like that. Like I have a Grateful Dead hat on right now that has like the Grateful Dead arrow, like a lightning arrow, which even then I'm like, oh fuck, I hope people don't think this is like a Tom Sandoval lightning reference. It's just like, I like this hat. It's the great, like Dead and Company. But Raquel's doing a be a good person hat, which once again, Raquel, maybe now's not the time to give us any secret messages. I don't know if you're trying to remind yourself. Listen, we have a stop sleeping with the Tom shirt. We have a stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson. We have a stop sleeping with uh, Nick Cannon. All of those shirts you can buy on our website. I'm not joking. It's so bad. It's good. Uh, so bad. It's good. Merch.com. Uh, you can buy all of those shirts, but maybe she's wearing this hat. So she looks in the mirror and reminds herself. Um, I, uh, like I said, I truly think she was going to come back, even though it's not good for her health. But after all of this dog stuff, I do want people to be prepared that I don't think she will be coming back. I, I think after every, every we've gone wild with this dog stuff, I think even in the photos with Sheena posting with Tom, it shows that we are still at a very intense level. And so I think 
if she was on the fence, I think this week might have showed that she probably doesn't need this kind of heat. I could be wrong. I've been wrong plenty of times, but I do want people to prepare themselves for. I still think we're going to have a really good season because remember, Sandoval is the main person that set all of this in motion. You know, you can blame Raquel for whatever you want. I'm not team Raquel at all. Also, I'm a grown man, so I try to stay away from teams, except it's, you know, team Edward from Twilight. I'm strictly team Edward, but um, be, be prepared that uh, she might not come back. So that's it you guys anyways this is a quick hour long but i wanted to uh, i wanted to do something this weekend to talk to you guys i wanted to get all of this vanderpump news out there and i hope you truly truly in uh enjoyed this or got a laugh at it got some information uh and i hope you're having the great the best weekend ever I, like i said barbie oppenheimer in the summer of the movie i went to the movies last night to see barbie and i just like looked at it I was like indiana jones is out i haven't seen that mission impossible is out that no hard feelings with jennifer lawrence and i was like Maybe I'll become a movie guy again because I watch a lot of movies at home. Like maybe I'll be a guy that goes out to the theater after my parents fall asleep and go see a movie every night. You know, like whatever. It kind of made me happy to be in a movie theater. It was nice. Like yeah, the nice recliners and I got some popcorn and I got this uh, the white cheddar powder to put on the popcorn because I'm ultimate trash. And I just had a good time. So I'm wishing you that kind of good time for the rest of your weekend. Remember rate, review, tell your friends. This is uh, uh, my success. If there is any success has been because of you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it, it gives me so much, um, uh, so much good feelings. Stop living in the, stop living in the future, Tom and Ryan, just live in the present, but thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll talk to you again on Monday. Make sure you tune in. Bye. Betches.